Okay, so now, so what we just saw was that a person has the ability through doing all of the mitzvahs, doing them b'shlemos, to affect all kinds of worlds, and ultimately to be a merkava, to be someone upon whom the Shechina literally rests. And that's the idea of the avos were the merkava. That was like the last thing we saw. And the, um, just interestingly, like, the idea that like the avos were the merkava, I'm sorry, we're, we're able to like connect Tashem in such a way. So there's a famous chazal that talks about how the avos were mekayim kala how they kept all the mitzvahs, how Avram Avinu had an ear of tafshilin. So whatever that means, and however we're, we're supposed to, one of the understandings of that is that there is, there are all of these different points of connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and all of these ways that we're able to have that, that, that sense of having Hashem become, of us being the Merkava for Hashem. And th- through doing all the mitzvahs with absolute purity, a person is able to connect in all of those 613 different ways in the deepest in, uh, to, to, to fix all the worlds and to bring all the light and to bring the Shekhinah down. What if a person in a pre-Torah world had all of that going on were there actual mitzvahs? Were there not actual mitzvahs? They, they weren't commanded. So then, like, does it really have impact if it's not a command? Because you don't have to do them. So then, in a mitzvah of The idea was that whatever the tikkunim of all of the mitzvahs are, the avos were able to do those in their devekas, in their connection to Hashem. So therefore, even... The Erev Tavshilin connection piece, whatever that pipe is, whatever that connection level line is, they had that. They had everything to the point where the Shekhinah was resting on them. So the idea that the Avas are the Merkava is, and, and that they're doing all of the, and that they did all of the mitzvahs, it means that all of the accomplishments of the mitzvahs, as far as being connecting points through the Olamos to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, making themselves a resting place for the Shechina, they were able to accomplish that. Whether it was through the actual Maisa mitzvah of eating a matzah or shaking a lulav, or whether it was through all of the real senses of connection that they had with the Kaddish Baruch Hu, that they were able to have without the mitzvahs because it was a pre-mitzvah, pre-Torah world, that's what it was. So I saw that, 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 that pshat. Okay, so now we're getting into Vachin Lehepach. So we had all the nice touchy-feely stuff last time about how great it is to be able to connect to Hashem and to be able to be the Merkava. But with, with every great opportunity comes great um, risk. Vachin Lehepach, v'shalom, and it can go the opposite. But Pagum Echad Mikachosov Ve'evarav, if a person, um, you know, it, uh, uh, creates a flaw in one of his abilities or one of his limbs. Through a sin. So that hit is going to go all the way to the root. So 
So that is going to track all the way through. You got it? Page mem. Oh, you have a different print? Got it? Okay. That's also going to track all the way through through all of those olamos. Laharso ulachrivo chasvashalom to destroy and to, to break it, to, 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 to bring it down chasvashalom. Olahorido or to lower it, olapogmo or to make a flaw in it, olahachshech to darken, olahaktin tzachtsuach oro or to, to make the light just you know, dimmer, or to weaken and to lessen the power of the purity of the Kedusha of Hashem, of the apparent Kedusha of Hashem, of Hashem, of Hashem, of Hashem, of Hashem, of Hashem, <laughs> like the more put it like the more a person realizes that I'm doing something wrong and I don't care that is a worse hate just like the purer the machshava on a mitzvah is able to affect so much more so obviously the more our sense of uh, of rebelling against Hashem is present in an Avera that is going to be effectively dis- much more destructive. And if it's just, you know, a total space out or a person is ignorant, those are going to be, l- you know, lighter, less impactful. Not all worlds are equal in as far as how, how damage they get. So the closer, like to you it is, so the more destruction that is. So that basically, the closer you get to the source, the less you're able to affect it and ruin it. And again, it's like, you know, the, the, the level of your rebellion is going to reflect in how deep the, the, the problem runs. I'm sure that there's a medical um, equivalence to this, that like is something like affecting something on the surface or the, the, the deeper it runs, so then things can get more and more powerful, go more and more inside, like the infection can impact more. Um, Viosa Gavoa Vanella. Like sepsis. You start with the infection on your finger, but then, you know, it spreads, and then once it's the bloodstream, you can die from it. It can go everywhere, right, right, right. Had to come up with something. Good, yeah. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) I put you on the spot there. Okay. Um, Go can, I, can I just ask a question? Yeah. So, but it, it's not really uh, equal in this, seemingly, in the sense that Balatar Misayim also, like on the positive side, you get a little Shmaya, right? Where on the negative side, um, Hashem's not going to help you go there, right? So I would say two things that, that, that uh, yes, agreed. 
I would also say is that his description of the positive, even though at the beginning of the Sefer, the description of the negative seemed to have like really stuck out. Like, you know, you know, you're destroying, you're this, you're that. Over here, he gave like a whole like real like extended explanation of how this affects this and you can increase this light and do this and all of these and, and increase the Kedusha and, the, and then by I mean he's telling us the downside and it's just it's pretty it's, it's just this not the few pages that we had before and it would and, and I it would there's something about it that gives you the feeling about my positive impact can somehow be much more is is much more magnified than my negative impact maybe I don't know is it just the language or what that I'm saying that in the in the safer or is it that he's trying to emphasize the I I don't know I I don't know I I I'm just it's just a feeling I have and and the my thought behind it is that Ultimately, everything up in Shemayim is Kedusha. So we can block ourselves from it, but we can't ruin it. It is what it is. It's just a question of how much of it is going to come here, how much of it we're going to get to touch or to feel or to, or to sense. As opposed to Kedusha, which somehow there are these descriptions of we're like releasing things that are going on and, you know, up by the Kisei HaKavod, right? I can't imagine, I mean, you know, what, our various can't hurt the Kisei HaKavod. It can't lessen that Kedusha. It can make it that it's less, that, that we're not going to feel it. Like, you know, the description of Amalek is Kiyar al Ka. So their hand is covering the Kisei HaKavod. It's not, Lessening the kedusha of it, it's just Amalek blocks us from seeing Hashem. So there's like a, a, a blockage more, as opposed to it seems that we're really able to somehow enhance the kedusha of those upper alamos with what we do. I could be totally wrong, but like it's it's just it's just a sense I have from from the way he's writing this, where he's super focused before on like all of the different impacts and he's describing we don't know what what he's talking about but like he's describing all of these things and over here he's kind of just like he is saying there are different things like he's describing how you can be machriv and you can lower and you can um, uh, you can create a pagam you can create like a, a blemish and you can darken and make smaller like okay like I don't know somehow it just something about the Word usage just seems different. Okay, so now we're up to the Haggah. Okay, so you could scroll backward. And um, I think it's going back, probably at the very beginning. How far back is it? Yeah, so there's one that starts with uh, is that the second one? No, that's the second one. Yeah, Good. Okay. Let me keep going. Keep going back. I have a feeling it's at the very beginning. Yeah, but this one is a famous one. This one is a, is a well-known... Fo- this is a well-known idea from... I think it's... Kodem uh, Achet. So it's describing... So it described man as being like this, like, you know, 
super kadosh potential being. So, that's before the original chet. The only thing in him were these worlds of Kedusha. There was no evil, there were no negative powers inside of him. But after eating from the Eitz then included into man were this Tuma and these negative kochos. So if that means that evil got mixed into man, it means that the worlds that he affects also suddenly had these elements of Ra mixed into them. Because we and those upper worlds were all connected. And everything that I do is going to affect them, those worlds. And that's the Indian of the Eitz Hadas Tovarah, the tree of Das of good and evil. And now he explains. Because before the Chet, it's true that Adam was a Baal Bechira. He had choice. To do whatever he wanted. To do good or the opposite. Because that was obviously the point of the creation. Obviously he had the choice to sin. Because he did. Right? <laughs> Must be, he had that option. Good proof. Right, good proof. <laughs> it's not the way we work. It's not because his choice was based on a Yitzhahara, so to say, that was within him. He was the most straight person possible. Only made up of Kedusha. Everything about him was straight, holy, pure. Without any type of badness inside of him. The powers of evil were just something on the outside. They were external to him. His choice was, should I engage in that external ra? That was his... The same way that a person can technically choose, if there's a fire person can choose to run into it. You do have that choice. You just, 99,000, you know, 99, you know, you wouldn't, but. When this other side wanted to make him sin, the nachash needed to come from the outside in order to seduce him. Not like right now, it's not right now. Right now we got our Yitzhahara who has uh, made himself quite at home inside of us, right? <laughs> Doesn't, no external uh, seduction necessary. To the point where a person feels 
that the Yitzhar is them. So my personal desire is to go do the Chet. So that's why I go do it. We don't feel like there's some sort of external voice talking to us. Now in his sin, the Adam and Chava followed after the seduction of the Sitra Achra. Then these evil, these bad powers mixed into him mamish, and also v'chein b'ha olamos, and the same thing happened to those worlds. V'zeu eitzadas tovara, that's the eitzadas tovara. Shenischabru v'nisarvu b'socho b'ha olamos hatovahara yachad. That it got mixed up and connected into all of the worlds and himself, good and evil together. Zeh b'soch zeh mamish. The, the, literally intertwined, kidas pirusho hischabrus kiyadua. Das is a word that for, for husband and wife coming together is das, adam yada, hischava, ishto. It's connection. So they became combined. Ve'inyan mavur lemeven be'etzachayim shar klipas noga perak beis ela shukitasham be'inyan v'ayin hetev begalgulim. So he gives you different places in um in in uh you know sifrei kabbalah. And getting to our Gemara, it says, That the Nachash came to Chava and put something into her. Into her. Literally into her. Yeah? You know, I, I've heard this a lot of times, but I really don't understand. Maybe it's like man became an Ibriya. How is the Yitzhahara external to Oh, we can't relate to that at all. No, it's totally unrelatable. Okay. Absolutely. It, it, humankind was totally different. It was a different experience. It must have been really weird being him because he did know what it was. Who's he? Adam. He knew what it was. He knew what it was to just be Tov. And now he became Tov and Ra. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there are all the Pshatim about, like, why did he do it? So, yeah, so we could say that he had an intellectual reason that he thought it would be a correct thing to do. Okay. It's like that perspective that the Yitzhah was like, not part of you. I, 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 just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's... it's it's a hush of a thing to think about because it means, what, what it can mean for us is that I can exist with, I, can, I don't need to let him have power because he's not supposed to. When Adam becomes, when, when mankind becomes fixed, he won't be there even. So a person just thinks that like I can't. What am I supposed to do? It's just a part of me. It's just natural. It's na- it's, it's it's natural to 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 sin. It's natural to have these. So isn't it just part of how Hashem made me? Like you have to think to yourself. Well, yes and no. Yes, we'll see. I mean, it is almost impossible for a person not to sin. Essentially. Because it's a part of you. Should have just stayed external forever. 
And then, only Jews are obligated to be compelled to keep the Tanakh Yeah, yeah things would be awesome. You know what I mean? Adam was an angel and he had an external. He would have never left Gan Eden. Yeah. We would have opened playing guitar in Gan Something like that. Flute. I don't know. You know. Right. So he caused a tremendous mix-up with his actions. So now, we're just this constant, like, mixture. Sometimes we're good, sometimes we're bad. And we're constantly flipping good, bad, bad, good. Even a good deed. Right, no good deed is really perfectly good because within it lurks some kind of motivation that's imperfect. There's always going to be something inside of that. And it's like in in an Avera, Sometimes we do an Avera and we, like, we, we thought we were about to do something good and then, okay, it got messed up. But that means that it's not pure evil, which is, you know, a nice way to think about it. Even at Sadiq Gomer, he never ever did anything bad his whole life. And he never said a bad word in his life. Even with that, that it's almost impossible that his good deeds, his whole life, are totally um, pure and, and pristine. And that there's not one little thing wrong with something that he did. There is not a person in the world who is an absolute tzaddik who never did something wrong. It's impossible. Even a person who does do all good, but there's going to always be something within the all good that's not perfect. Because a chait just means that there's something missing. So when a person is brought to mishpat, right, getting to be our time of year over here, a person's got to really think deep. It's not just, was this a good deed, was this a bad deed? But even if it was a good deed, what were all the intentions? How perfectly was it done? And even a bad deed. Like, how bad was it? All of that needs to be thought of. And every action that a person did, every, every, every way a person carries themselves. Like where, were, like, where was he leaning when he did it? It's, the Pesach says that Hashem made person Yashar, and then it says, And they went after many Cheshbonos. So he says that Pesach really means 
Hashem made a person perfect. We could have been just like straight, everything pure, everything holy, everything wonderful. But then we, with our sin, we go and we make in, turn everything into now a billion cheshbonos that we have to make because every single a- element of our lives suddenly becomes the super complex thing with so many different layers, what's good, what's bad. So he explains it like this. Um, the, the nimshach inyan at Ace matan Torah. Okay, so you know, let's, let's hold it over here. And then he's going to explain how like matan Torah, we had a bit of a comeback where we kind of get back to the way things should be until... Ego. Ego. Right back down again. But it's a fascinating, if you think about it, it's a fascinating like type of picture. We're talking about, right, that Adam was Tov and it was Ra that was external to him. And you just described. That wasn't them. It was something external to them that did it. Yeah, right. So, but and it dragged them, and it was an erev rav, erev mixture, that the the evil from exi- from outside mixed into them. That's interesting. And here we go again. And we start over again. That's a long way up. Yeah, <laughs> we're still working on it. 